In today's episode, I will tell you about the top five limits of SharePoint Online you should be aware of. Welcome to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you are an end user, power user, or administrator, frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes happening in SharePoint Online and Office 365, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, you can expect easy, insightful, and actionable steps that will help you correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Office 365. And now, your host, Greg Zelfand. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number 39 of SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I want to talk about the limits of SharePoint Online that you as a user must know and must be aware of. Now, just to be clear, SharePoint Online has lots and lots of different limits and boundaries that exist. However, some of them, to be honest, you will never encounter in your lifetime. For example, a file size limit in SharePoint Online is 100 gigabytes. Unless you're doing a video production of War and Peace, you will never ever encounter this limit. Or another limit that exists in SharePoint Online is that you can create a maximum of 2 million sites in SharePoint Online. Try exceeding that. I doubt any organization will ever encounter this specific limit. So the limits I've chosen for this particular episode are what, in my opinion, the top five limits that you need to be aware of and that you will definitely encounter when using SharePoint. As a matter of fact, majority of these limits, if not all of them, have already been encountered by some of my clients and blog followers. For each and every limit, I will provide a brief overview of the limit of the limitation as well as provide with ways to mitigate it. The first limit to be aware of is probably the most famous limit we have in SharePoint. It has to deal with the large document library. Now, in the past, we used to reference this limit as the 5,000 view item limit. Uh, the 5,000 view item limit uh, really does not exist anymore in modern SharePoint. However, the large document library limit still does. Now, I actually recorded a separate episode altogether on this very topic, if you reference episode number 35, uh, the whole episode is devoted to the subject of large document libraries and how to mitigate them. Just to give you a brief summary of this particular limit, if you put uh, a large number of files and folders into a single document library, it will pretty much become unusable. You will encounter all sorts of issues when you try to perform certain operations like um, you know, renaming a file, setting unique security on the library or folder, are creating views, you will start having issues with uh, OneDrive synchronization and different sync conflicts and uh, OneDrive sync never been able to catch up and synchronize properly. So how do we mitigate it? Well, don't put more than 20,000 documents in a single library. That's how we mitigate it. I mean, essentially the only foolproof way to uh, mitigate this large document library issue is to avoid uh, having a large number of documents in a single library. So you would need to create multiple libraries, maybe even multiple sites, but at a minimum, uh, multiple libraries uh, to assure that uh, no single library has an awfully large number of documents, a uh, large number of files and folders in a single library. Limit number two that you need to be aware of is called 400 character URL limit. It is usually related to the previous limit I was talking to you about. It's usually related to indirectly to that large document library issue. 
and the limit most often occurs when you migrate from file shares to SharePoint Online. Let me explain to you what this whole limit is all about. As you create your folders and subfolders and then upload files into those subfolders, um, all of these folders and the file name, they become part of the URL path. So uh, if you pay attention to the URL uh, path in the browser, as you click through folders and subfolders, these names, these folder names, essentially become part of that folder path. And the limit for that folder path is 400 characters. It's very important to note that it is the relative path. So in other words, uh, if you have, let's say, your site called accounting, and then you have a document library called invoices, and then you know whatever folders you have in that document library, um, it's only the names of the document library as well as folders and file that count. You could have a really long name uh, for, for your site. Uh, doesn't really matter. Again, it's only the document library name plus all the folder subfolder names plus the uh, length of the file name. That's what counts. And again, uh, if you... Uh, exceed 400 characters in that relative URL path, uh, that's where the trouble starts. Essentially, you will start seeing error messages popping up uh, and will not be able to rename files. And uh, pretty much, again, your library, uh, that particular folders at least will become unusable. So how do we mitigate the 400 character URL limit? Uh, well, we flatten the hierarchy, essentially flatten the uh, folders um, you know, don't create very, very deep nested, you know, folder hierarchies. That's technique number one. Another technique, switch to metadata, all right? Another technique to use uh, would be to get rid of folders and, uh, and essentially try and use metadata instead. Limit number three that you will encounter most likely is the 256 character limit on Windows Explorer. Now, you're most likely to encounter this limit if you are synchronizing your document library uh, via OneDrive Sync. Uh, that 400 character URL limit we just covered, uh, that applies to SharePoint. But uh, if you decide to synchronize your SharePoint uh, document library, uh, let's say to your Windows Explorer through OneDrive Sync, then you are most likely going to encounter that 256 character uh, limit that we have in Windows Explorer. And essentially, it's uh, pretty much the same issue, right? We have the relative path um, length issue. Uh, and this time, because it's in Windows, it's actually smaller than that of SharePoint. So again, if you have very, very deep folder hierarchy, then you will definitely encounter that limit when you sync. So how do we mitigate this 256 character limit? Well, pretty much the same techniques as with the previous option. All right, obviously flattening the folder architecture is a huge plus. Um, another thing you can do is prevent synchronization. All right, maybe for certain libraries, you just might prevent synchronization in the first place. And obviously if you prevent uh, OneDrive sync on that particular library, uh, it will pretty much prevent the issue from appearing in Windows Explorer. Limit number four you need to be aware of is also related to OneDrive sync. And the limit has to deal with the total number of items you can synchronize at any given point. According to an official guideline from Microsoft, you cannot synchronize 
more than 300,000 files and folders across various document libraries and your personal OneDrive. And it's not really a hard limit like with those uh, previous options uh, I told you about. Uh, it seems to be more of a guideline. Essentially, what Microsoft is saying is that you will encounter performance issues uh, if you exceed uh, that particular limit. With that being said, I can definitely confirm that this limit uh, does exist. As a matter of fact, I've had clients synchronizing less than 300,000 items across multiple libraries. They were pretty close, but they never exceeded that limit, and still they encountered a huge, huge uh, synchronization issues. Because what would happen is, right, you, you have all this, you know, hundreds of thousands of, you know, files and folders synchronized from different libraries, maybe your personal OneDrive, uh, and if you make a change, right, uh, behind the scenes it has to check uh, for Delta for the changes that occurred. And uh, pretty much there are lots and lots of, you know, documents to check and go through. So you will end up with a situation where a OneDrive sync, you know, will, will constantly be spinning. Uh, it will really never catch up on synchronization uh, and you will uh, encounter all sorts of uh, sync issues and conflicts. And like I said, I can definitely confirm the issue. I've seen many, many of my clients encountering this issue um, just because, you know, everyone likes to synchronize pretty much every single library and work out of the Windows Explorer. So how do we mitigate this particular issue, this particular limit? Training. It's just something that users need to be aware of. That's all. Uh, again, you know, probably another way to mitigate this issue would be to uh, totally disable sync. Uh, but in my opinion, that's just not practical. So uh, I think the uh, better alternative would be to uh, obviously educate and train the users so that they're aware of this uh, particular limitation. So essentially, the users should not synchronize each and every document library that they have access to. That's the bottom line. The last limit, limit number five, I would like you to be aware of is the 93-day limit on the recycle bin. We're all used to uh, using file shares in the past, and uh, of course, we are all used to having our IT admins, uh, you know, backing up our data and creating backups uh, such that in case of accidental deletions, the data could be retrieved. Well, in SharePoint Online, we don't have that. In SharePoint Online, there is no backup. If you delete a document, um, let's say a file or a bunch of folders, they all end up in the recycle bin and they end up in the recycle bin just for 93 days. That's all. After the 93 days, the files and folders are automatically purged from the recycle bin and can no longer be restored. And that, of course, comes uh, in as a big surprise to many. Uh, again, there are only 93 days, essentially three months, uh, uh, you know, restoration period when you can restore and recover uh, deleted items from the recycle bin. So how do we mitigate this particular issue? Training again. When you roll out SharePoint, you must make your users aware of this particular limit. Uh, they must understand uh, what happens in case if they delete a document, and most importantly, how to properly recover it as well. Another way to mitigate this issue would be to set up some sort of alert. Uh, that's something that any a regular team member can do in SharePoint. You don't need to be a site owner or an admin to do that. Uh, essentially, um, you can set up an alert uh, and uh, get alerted in case of deletions on a given document library. 
So each and every time somebody deletes a document, uh, you will pretty much get an instant email or an email once a day, once a week, however you decide to configure your alert. So you will be at least notified of the deletions in a given library. And that, of course, will give you sufficient time uh, to take action and to recover content if need be. Another way to mitigate this particular uh, limit would be to set up a retention policy. That is something that requires your, an involvement uh, of your IT team and the Office 365 admins, uh, but essentially you will be able to create a retention policy that will uh, prevent deletions or will allow to retain uh, documents for longer periods of time. So these are the top five limits I came up with. Let me know if you agree with the list, if you think I missed any important ones here. Uh, we'll be happy to hear if you encountered them and how you mitigated them as well. So yeah, drop me a line at uh, gregorchapoinmaven.com. We'll be happy to hear from you. But for now, wanted to thank you for listening. Hope to see you on my blog, sharepointmaven.com, and talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review.